Have you been chronically single for so long? Have you been told that you are picky or perhaps someone told you that your standards are way too high? Well, join me in today's podcast and let's get into the heart of the matter where I'll be telling you or giving you some of the signs that your standards are way too high and some things you can do in order to, you know, get a more realistic standard and attract the kind of love that you desire in your life. But before then, let Asha take us away with Be My Man and some credit goes to her. Enjoy. Asha right there with Be My Man. All song credit goes to her for that beautiful song. So in case this is your very first time of listening to my podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for tuning in. Can I say tuning in? Okay, welcome for listen welcome and thank you for listening. I think I'm a tad bit excited. Let me turn it down so I don't make lots of mistakes because that tends to happen when I'm too excited. <laughs> Okay, so in case this is your very first time of listening, this is Talk More with Nessa. And on this episode of my podcast, it is Love Notes and Vibes. You're officially welcome to the Love Notes and Vibes podcast. And on my podcast, I talk about all things relationships and mental health topics. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's topic. If you've been listening so far, you already know I will be talking about standards yes and signs that your standards are probably set too high you need to have standards in fact there are two important things in life you should have as a woman standards and boundaries a lot of people tend to misunderstand these things sometimes as being rude or being too you know arrogant or acting proud but you need to have you know standards and um, boundaries as a person Especially as a woman. In fact, as a person, as a person. Don't let me say as a woman in loom. But um, today's topic, I'll be covering signs that your standards are way too high. I talked about the importance of having standards and boundaries. But sometimes when you tend to, you know, do something way too much, it, um, it, it affects you negatively. Yeah, let me put it that way. Because it makes you not to be able to achieve the exact thing that you needed to achieve with having that set standard okay so um if you've been told by your friends or families previously that your standards are way too high or that you're probably too picky or that maybe you need to you know turn it down and um be more accommodating maybe they might have some truth in that because when something is being said over and over again eventually there tends to be a bit of truth about it and you need to actually sit and think but before that 
I want to ask, are you establishing healthy boundaries about what you will or won't accept with an intimate partner or are you just being picky? Ask yourself that. Okay, I needed to take that post so that you can think and reflect, but I think you already know the answer. So how do you know when your standards are coming from a place of self-respect as opposed to a place of self-deception? Are your standards too high? Are people complaining that your standards are too high? Do you think you need to actually sit and examine your relationship standards critically? And how do you know what is even realistic to ask of a person and what is too much to be asking of any potential partner? I'm going to dig past all the cliche advice of, oh, nobody is perfect, or you just know when you find them, and I'll take you right into the meat and potatoes of this matter. Now, the number one sign that your standard might be too high is, your must-have list is more than 10 things. Normally, when I ask people to write down things they expect of a partner, or when people say they are writing down things they expect of a partner, I just instantly think, okay, 10 is just the normal the minimum or maximum yeah maximum minimum should be say five maximum ten but when you start seeing that your must-have list is now getting to 20 and it's starting to include more physical attributes more external characteristics than more internal characteristics then there is a flaw with that list and you actually need to sit down and look at it have a reflection think about it it's normal to say you need a thoughtful partner, but when you start saying you need someone who is thoughtful, romantic, communicative, but um, passionate, athletic, well-educated, someone that gives you massages, someone that sends you period packs, someone that cooks and snuggles, honey, you might be in for a rude awakening because th- trust me, there are people who, in this world, honestly, there are people in this world with all of these traits. But it doesn't mean that they are all that common or that all of them are available. Most of them are taken. Some are happily gay. And um, so many other reasons. So you need to sit down and understand these factors. Ask yourself, are all of these things absolutely necessary to your love life feeling complete? If your answer is no, then you might actually need to sit down and reevaluate. Number two, one thing trips you up in the courtship phase. People have flaws. We are not perfect. We are humans. We have bad habits or some habits that we picked up. And habits are so hard to break. So when you see someone that has everything you want in a partner, but they have that one flaw or one mistake or one bad habit about them that you think might be workable, and instead of working, the first thing that comes to your mind is actually leaving them and moving on to the next person then it is a sign that your standard is way too high because you can't just go into courtship or into dating and you see a perfect person. No, they always come with a flaw. They always come with one habit. And you yourself seeking someone to date, you're not perfect yourself. So what are we saying? I know that there are supposed to be deal breakers. There are some things that are actually fairly universal, like someone who is ill-mannered, someone someone that you know is rude and disrespectful to everybody around them, someone who is not clean, someone who doesn't have you know good hygiene, someone that does drugs. All of those are fairly universal and understandable deal breakers, but not something such as um oh okay because they forgot to actually talk in their shirt one time, you think oh they're tacky. 
or probably because one time you saw her her hair was not you know all done up and her makeup wasn't you know she wasn't using makeup you start think oh there's something wrong with her she's tacky people have some things they do and i'm not giving you actually solid reasons right now but some i'm just trying to say some people actually leave potential relationships that can bloom to something beautiful over tiny habits or tiny details that can be worked on so if you have ever skipped over a potential love interest because of one small bad habit or because or because of one mildly unattractive physical element or perhaps a verbal misstep you need to tone it down take it easy because you might be holding them to an unattainable standard and if they are holding you to an unattainable standard too you know how that feels mm-hmm now number three you want a relationship like so 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 and so person you want a relationship like celebrity perhaps Cardi B and offset or something that looks like the relationship that Jenny Eichel has with um, who is she dating right now Big Sean yeah you have to be realistic sometimes you even compare the kind of relationship you want with your friends relationship because you see them you see them all happy you're seeing them smiling posting on the ground everything looks beautiful you even forget that relationships have ups and downs and they are showing you their ups and they'll never put their downs on the ground so you don't know all the fights all the communication all the compromises that has gone into making that relationship work you just sit in your home you see every beautiful thing on the ground and you excuse me and you just want your potential partner to be like them you want you and your potential partner to be like them for like you forgot that these are two different people like you are different from these people they are different from you you need to learn to fall in love with who you have in front of you first discover the kind of relationship you people have and then work on being happy together not comparing your relationship or craving or wanting a relationship that looks that, that looks like someone else's relationship I know it might give you the warm and fuzzy to think about emulating someone else that is you know seemingly successful but you want to but you have to fall in love with the person you are with not fall in love with a fantasy of what you expect you guys to be moving on sign that your standards are too high you think about their marriage potential instead of how they make you feel you find yourself weighing their value as a partner in your mind on your first date with them are you adding up points or a point list about their income you're already thinking about what their family background is like what um their societal status is the number of abdominal muscles you can count all the six packs first of all let it go just like elsa said let it go intimate relationships require that you fall in love with someone's soul you're not entering into a business contract with this person you need to actually understand this so how your partner makes you feel or your potential partner makes you feel is way more important than all of those other things those superficials things you told yourself that you absolutely needed might fly out of the window completely when you realize that someone who is in your type makes you feel more alive than who you you you, you what you might have expected or guessed 
So how do you actually counteract um, high standards, you might be asking at this point? First things first, keep your must-haves to a minimum. I mentioned the maximum list should be 10. Maximum list of what you want from a potential partner, 10. Anything way past that, you are being too extra. You are being too dramatic. So keep your must-haves to a minimum. Simplify your expectations. Be honest with yourself. I find that if we dig deeply enough, we can boil down our relationship must-have list to actually lowest, lowest, uh, five things. You need to have someone, for example, when I think about relationships, I, I think about someone who is self-aware, someone who is empathetic, someone who has passions outside of the relationship that we share, someone that embraces my sensitive nature, someone that understands, you know, that's just it. Everything outside of those things that I've listed is an awesome bonus point. And those are specific to me. So maybe none of these things appeal to you in the slightest way. It's fine. You just need to find what you want, what you need. Because we all have our unique needs and emotional hot buttons. So I need you to sit down with it and, you know, think about it. Think over it. What are the five most important things that you truly need in a partner to make your heart soar with joy? If you can write down the five, then fine. Then if you find extra five you might need to add, it's an extra bonus for you. Another thing you can do to counteract, you know, way high standard is reserving judgment when someone exhibits a deal breaker. You know, I mentioned that we are not perfect. You might find someone that has everything you want, but you see them making one mistake and then you start to think, ah, oh, I think I can't be with this person. And then you are running off to the next person. So reserve the judgment when you see them exhibit a deal breaker. There are likely a few things that you have always told yourself are absolute deal breakers for you when it comes to finding a partner for yourself. A lot of them are probably totally legitimate. For example, when someone is displaying dishonesty, when someone has cruelty, someone is unclean, you know, all of those things. If you lose, if you lose interest on the first day because you're new, um, date says one negative thing because they were nervous or they forgot to clean under their fingernails <laughs> I think you might need to actually give people a bit more chance maybe you have things that you tell yourself are essential traits but in reality they are just things that you like you like the end result of them Do you actually need someone who is taller than you? Even think about all these things. Because sometimes you see people saying, Oh, tall, chocolate, handsome, tall, fair, six packs. Do you need someone who is actually, you know, someone who actually has six packs or you want someone that treats you well? So ask yourself all of these things. Do you really need someone with a minimum of 10 stamps on their passport or you simply want a partner with sense of adventure? Do you really want a partner that is educated or do you just value deep simulating conversations? These are things you should ask yourself. There's a huge difference between setting and being realistic. Settling and being realistic, sorry. There is a difference between searching for your ideal partner and searching for a unicorn. Recognize your patterns. 
sit with them and acknowledge them when they arise and see the person that is across from you as they are and not as you know you assume them to be I understand that you want a beautiful relationship you want someone that you love you want your ideal partner but do not set your standards way too high that you start chasing people away from you or you start becoming um, known as that girl with the high standards that you can't ever satisfy or meet her needs I know that you got this and I know you're going to get the love that you crave and sincerely desire so try and sit and think about all that I've talked about in today's podcast. See where your fault lies. Look out for places you can actually work on and do better. I know you got this. I'm seriously rooting for you. And I can't wait to hear success stories. In case you want to connect with me on my social media, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at awesome underscore Ness. And you can also reach out to me. You can find me on YouTube at Moment with Nessa. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Until the next one, you stay blessed, stay loved up. And don't forget that I really do appreciate every moment you decide to spend with me on my podcast. Have a wonderful rest of the day.